Hey everyone, before this podcast begins, we want to tell you about some other arts-related podcasts you're going to love. They are The Conduit Music Podcast, Artsville, Gringo and the Man, Art World Horror Stories, and Not Real Art. On these action-packed podcasts, you'll hear experts talk about creativity, design, the music biz, the art world, visual art, American craft, Chicano art, street art, graffiti, and even stand-up comedy. So be sure to find and follow these great arts podcasts today. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Warning, the Not Real Art Podcast is intended for creative audiences only. The Not Real Art Podcast celebrates creativity and creative culture worldwide. It contains material that is fresh, fun and inspiring and is not suitable for boring old art snobs. Now, let's get started and enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations, my creative brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Not Real Art Podcast, where we celebrate the world's most creative people and creative culture and all the wonderful, beautiful stuff we love as artists. I'm your faithful trusty host, Sourdough, here coming at you with our Halloween special episode. And we might remember that uh, last year... We launched the Art World Horror Stories Halloween extravaganza, where we dropped uh, several episodes about Art World Horror Stories, true stories of scary things happening to real artists in the real art world. So this is not pretend. This is not some fantasy. This is uh, real-life scary stuff that artists are dealing with. So today... I want to bring some more Art World Horror Stories your way that have been brought in over the last few weeks and months, and we'll share them with you here momentarily. But did I say trick-or-treat? Did I say happy Halloween? Well, happy fucking Halloween, trick-or-treat. I tell you what, I'm in the spirit You know, it's funny, as I've gotten older, I think I enjoy Halloween more and more. And in fact, this year, I even splurged on extra Halloween decorations around the house. (laughs) And it's been a lot of fun, uh, especially to see the kids get scared and run away. But yet also at the same time, they can't get enough and they are delighted by the ghosts and goblins, and ghouls, and the scary things that go bump in the night. It's a lot of fun. What are you going as for Halloween, huh? What are you going as? I don't know. I was thinking about maybe going as Tom Cruise this year <laughs> in, uh, in Top Gun. What do you think? Can I pull that off? I, I, I don't know. Probably not. But, you know, at least I'm a Scientologist. No, I'm not a Scientologist. But not that there's anything wrong with it. Oh, wait, there's a lot wrong with it. Oh, wait, I'm not judging. I'm just saying, you know, Tom Cruise's Top Gun might be kind of a fun costume. Uh, And by the way, low maintenance, right? Because uh, what do I really need but a um, 
pair of sunglasses, a leather jacket, and good looks, which, of course, that's the hard part, right? <laughs> that's a, I've got the face for radio, somebody said, or the face for podcasting. So this is, I don't know, I don't know, maybe I'll change it up. You know, I actually own a evil Knievel costume and have you worn that off and on over the years. Although I'm sort of like Elvis in his late years where my, my belly is not quite uh, what it used to be. And so the evil Knievel costume, definitely it's that evil later in life when he put on that uh, little extra weight like Elvis did. So, I don't know, maybe I'll don my evil Knievel costume this year. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. What are you going to go as, huh? I wonder what the hot looks this year will be, the hot uh, costumes. And what's your Halloween tradition? What do you guys like to do? You know, we like to go out and, you know, grab ourselves some candy. I, I try to go to, you know, the grocery store about this time every year and buy a bunch of apples and a bunch of razor blades and I just go up to the counter and I just put all the apples and all the razor blades right there and see if the cashier looks at me weird <laughs> because you know I'm not doing that I'm not actually doing that it's just funny to see the cashier's face fearful of the fact that I might but boy we do have shit to worry about I'll tell you what you know, we got to look out for people handing out THC-infused gummy bears. You know, don't want the kiddos to get their hands on that. And we certainly don't want our kiddos to get uh, their hands on anything that's laced with anything worse. And, you know, it's a crazy fucking world out there these days, guys. So we got to, you know, it's, we got to protect the children. So I don't know. I'll uh, sample the candy first, I guess. It'd be the guinea pig and take the bullet, as it were, before uh, the kids get into anything uh, too tricky. But I'm sort of like all over the place with this Halloween episode. I'm just grateful to be here. I'm excited. Actually, I realized today that I'm sort of fucked up because I meant to get the Halloween episode done before I left the studio today because I was in LA and actually I was at the studio last night. I could have done it last night. I, I flew out this morning to Denver, Colorado for some meetings and I'm going to go to the Meow Wolf installation tomorrow here. But I got here to Denver only to realize that, oh shit, I forgot to record the Halloween episode. <laughs> so here I am now uh, walking in my hotel room, walking around recording this episode and hopefully, maybe, just maybe, it doesn't sound like total shit. And maybe, just maybe, you guys will enjoy it. Uh, and if you don't, you know what? I, I'm sorry. Call the hotline and uh, and tell me about it. You know, so we were open to all kinds of critiques, good, bad, and different. And so if this episode doesn't live up to your expectations, I apologize. I apologize right now, but because I know you count on Not Real Art and your boy Sourdough here to, to try to bring you some value and some goodness, uh, as we typically do talking to amazing artists. I don't know if you caught last week's episode with Marka27, but if you haven't uh, listened to that episode, be sure to listen to it. It's awesome. And uh, share it with your friends and share it on social as well. Of course, don't forget to go to notrealart.com and check out all the good stuff we have for you there on the website. And yeah, man, I mean, there's just uh, so much going on, but I am stoked to be in Denver. I'm here to uh, check out the Meow Wolf installation. 
here. Uh, I've been to the one in Vegas. I have not been to the one in Santa Fe. Uh, that's my next uh, stop, I guess. But if you guys have not checked out Meow Wolf, be sure to because those guys are brilliant geniuses, brilliant genius artists who are so creative and tell stories in such a deep, robust, rich, complex, and entertaining, fun, engaging way. Some people have called them the new Imagineers. Who knows? But I'll tell you what, shout out to the guys at Meow Wolf, and I'm super stoked to check out their installation here in Denver. I'm also here to meet with our friends from Artwork Archive. If you guys don't know Artwork Archive, you need to check them out because if you're an artist with a library of images or if you're a gallerist um, managing artists with artworks, Artwork Archive is an incredible database system, very affordable, very, 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 very affordable for artists and for arts organizations to help organize and catalog and keep track of your artworks. And you can do all kinds of cool things like make online exhibitions and create private shows for would-be collectors. So definitely check out Artwork Archive if you haven't, but I'm here to talk to those guys as well. And I'm also going to be meeting with a woman who has been on the podcast as well, Newbie. You might have caught the Burning Man decompression episode a good couple of weeks ago with Newbie. And Newbie's actually a podcast producer. And uh, we may be working with her to help us produce this and a few other of our podcasts. Which, by the way, do you know that we have other podcasts? You better know. If you don't know, you're about to know because we've got uh, some good ones. If you're a music fan or a musician or uh, aspire to be, you should check out The Conduit with Dan Ubik. That's one of our podcasts. We've got 12 amazing episodes. He talks to independent musicians and artists, Grammy award-winning artists at that, about their journey as uh, musical artists. And so that's The Conduit with Dan Ubik, and you should definitely check it out. We also have Artsville. If you are into American contemporary arts and crafts, you should check out Artsville. We talk to world-class uh, artists, makers, artisans, craftspeople from Asheville, North Carolina, and beyond. And it's a, a really fantastic uh, episode of a podcast uh, if you're into American contemporary arts and crafts. So check out our podcast, Artsville. And, you know, I could go on, but you know what? I guess I'll just, you know, kind of leave it at that. We're going to be launching a new podcast, I should say, a comedy podcast called Laugh Gallery. So stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, guys, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff, so be sure to check it all out. But we are here for our Art World Horror Stories episode 2022. These are, you know, it's amazing what people, what artists have to deal with and what they get thrown at them. You know, sometimes it's assholes being assholes. Uh, sometimes it's just us making dumbass choices. <laughs> <laughs> you know, making mistakes that we didn't uh, count on. We didn't, uh, you know, we didn't maybe uh, imagine that uh, things could go sideways, uh, but they often do. And so some of these horror stories might be self-inflicted and some may not be. But, you know, it's a word to the wise, right? We want to share these stories because, of course, you know, we're trying to protect you from making the same errors, same mistakes, you know, beware, buyer beware, artist beware, fair warning here as we learn from others 
about some of the horrific shit that happens, you know, in the art world. I have a few artists here. We have Amanda Lynn. We have Nikki Painter. We have Miriam Khrushchev. We have L Street Art. We have Danny Bonet. We have Linda Vallejo. We have Alexandra Chow. We have Janine Jaladoni. And all of these artists have written in with some stories to share. And I got to say, you know, some of them are pretty good. You know, it's funny. There are sometimes there's just too many to even talk about. Uh, Linda Vallejo, when we asked her if she had any art world horror stories, she virtually laughed in our face because <laughs> we said, hey, tell us about an art world horror story. And she, she basically laughed at her face and said, no way. There's tons. She's like, I cannot narrow it down to one story. There are too many tons, literally tons of art world horror stories for Linda Vallejo. And she just rejected outright the, uh, <laughs> the notion that we would ask her to pick one. So that was pretty funny. But... Our friend Amanda Lynn, who's actually also been on the podcast, although our dear friend Aaron Yoshi interviewed her for Women's Month last, I guess it was, shoot, was it two years ago now? Anyway, International Women's Month. But Amanda Lynn, who you probably know her work, she's an incredible muralist. And she, <laughs> the story that she told us about, basically she wrote, she said, well, as a muralist, I've run into pretty much every weird kind of experience. I don't know if I would call them horror stories, but I've had to deal with human feces on more than one occasion while painting walls in San Francisco. <laughs> Biological warfare. Oh, my God. Be careful where you step. Nope, nope, nope. That's not dog poop after all. And, you know, Amanda Lynn has to deal. It's a minefield out there, huh, Amanda? It's a minefield that you're navigating. And sometimes those minds are literally shitty minds of human feces. And, you know, who would have thought that trying to, to make the world a beautiful place would be sometimes that much more challenging because you are literally dealing with human shit while you're trying to create a beautiful mural to beautify the community. And so, Amanda Lynn, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for sharing that story because, of course... It is a poignant one <laughs> to imagine, nonetheless. And so be careful out there, guys. You know, uh, be careful when you're out there because, you know, you, you know watch where you step because it, you just never know. Nikki Painter sort of reiterates a story here that I think a lot of artists have. I've heard it. I think our friend Logan Hicks even had a story not too long ago that was uh, similar in that. Nikki says, she wrote, I have had work returned from more than one show with damaged frames. In the worst case, it looked like the pieces had been placed inside of the shipping boxes unwrapped, and some of them didn't even have sheets of bubble wrap between them. Fortunately, the space was very apologetic and prompt, and prompt in filing claims with the shipping company, but that feeling of, of pulling a damaged frame after frame after frame out of the box and then having to wait to find out if you'd receive insurance money to be able to fix or replace them. It's just like, oh, that is a really bad feeling. 
she's like, oh, you know, can you, but just the level of disrespect. I mean, what does it take for a gallery or an arts organization to ship art properly packaged as to not break? But these guys just put it in the box with no wrapping? I mean, what the fuck? What they think was going to happen, you know? But it could have been an intern in their defense. Not that it's defensible, but I'm just saying. Could have been an intern who didn't know any better. But you know what? You need to get better interns, people. And it's sort of shocking that that uh, we that this would be happening. If you're in the business of selling art, showing selling art, you're in the business of shipping art. And you better learn how to not just ship it, but insure it in case that shipping company fails you. Because what happens, a lot of times you do package things properly and it still breaks or cracks or something because the shipping companies are really tough on things. So, yeah, Nikki, thanks for sharing that. Really <laughs> tough, tough one there. Our next artist, Miriam Khrushchev, actually, she flipped this one a bit. She flipped this one a bit. And like Linda, her first line is, there are too many, too many art world horror stories. She says she personally has too many art world horses to even kind of narrow it down or even talk about. It. She didn't want to talk about it. She says, I'd rather focus on the future and the positive. I love successful artists championing and chaperoning other artists. And that's partially what I'm experiencing now. And I'm really enjoying it. I feel very grateful. So Miriam has been, has chosen to flip the script here and turn the darkness into light and the negative into positive and the heavy into light. And she is absolutely, absolutely, I think, taking the right take care, taking the right approach. Let's stay positive, people. Shit happens, and it's going to happen. It is. And sometimes it's going to happen a lot. And maybe in our world, it happens more than it should. So you can choose to see the glasses half empty and be negative, or you can choose to see the glass half full and be positive. You know, I think it's also probably best just to be realistic, but let's err on the side of positive. We don't want to see the world uh, necessarily all the time through rose-colored glasses. We want to be realistic, but we want to be positive. We want to err on the side of positivity. And so, Miriam, thank you for choosing to not focus on the negative and not dwell on the past because that's the other thing she's saying. She's saying, I'd rather focus on the future and the positive. That's what Miriam said. You know what? That's so brilliant because you know what? Too many of us focus on the past and get down. We get negative. We, we get depressed because of the shit that happened in the past. What's the past? It's over. It's done. You know, and by the way, tomorrow isn't even promised. So all we have is the moment here, right here, right now. And so let's just in this moment be positive and not worry about the fucking negative shit that's happened in the past. So, and let's support each other. Miriam's saying, I love successful artists, the chaperoning and other artists and helping them. And that's what she's into and she's grateful. So let's help each other. And uh, thank you, Miriam, for sharing that story. Our next artist, Elle, the street artist. She's got a doozy. This one here is a real true horror story. Whew. This one's scary. This one is definitely creepy. I hope this never happens to you, and I hope this never happens to Al again, and or anything like it, because this is some real serial killer shit right here. Some fucking Dahmer shit right here. 
And that's why this is our world horror stories, because we're trying to make sure that we share these scary stories so that you learn, you watch your back. Because there are crazy motherfuckers out there that want to do you harm. And this story is a perfect example of that. And you got to watch your back out there, guys, because, you know, as artists, if you're out there on the streets, especially watching your back, because you might be alone. You, you may not have a, a scout or a watcher or somebody that's going to back you up if you need a little protection. And I think this is a perfect example of just how scary things could be out there in the streets and in the out there in the world, you know. So Elle was saying. She said that when we asked her about her art world horror story, this is what she said. She said, I once was putting street art up in the middle of the night on my bike in Miami by myself. So imagine that you're on, you're by yourself on your bike. It's in the middle of the night. You're in Miami. So it's probably warm, maybe, maybe a slight breeze off the water, maybe a little humid, but it's, so it's beautiful. You're feeling good. You're on your bike. You're an artist, you're putting your art up there, no one's around, you feel like you're good, you're safe, but you're watching your back. I mean, because if anything, maybe a cop's going to go by, you don't want to get nailed or whatever, okay, get it. But Elle says, as she was on her bike that night by herself, a man approached her in his car and rolled his window down and told her that he wanted to chop off her feet. Think about that. You're alone in the dark by yourself trying to hang your art. It's three in the morning. No one's around. You're in a big city like Miami on a desolate, dark street. A car pulls up that you don't recognize with the person rolling the window down that you can't really see and you certainly don't know. And the stranger from the car says, I want to chop off your feet. Whew. I got goosebumps. I got hair on the back of my neck just standing up. Because that's real, real, too real. That's some real art world horror story right, right there for you. And Elle says she jumped on her bike and she rode as fast as she could to an open bodega and ran inside. Said she's happy to say she still has both feet intact. But can you imagine that if you're literally on your bike pedaling for your life thinking that the person chasing you, a person... You're trying to get away from is just intent and, and and has intention to cut off your feet. Yeah, that's some Jeffrey Dahmer serial killer shit right there. So I don't know. I wonder what year that was. I wonder if there were any other sort of incidents like that. I wonder if the guy ever got caught. If he was ever if he ever acted on his uh, pathology. Well, thanks, Al. Thanks for sharing that story. That's a tough one. All right. The next one doesn't really involve mutilation, physical mutilation, but it does tell the tale of financial mutilation because uh, there's a lot of financial scams out there in our world. A lot of horror stories around uh, artists getting ripped off. Financial mutilation. How's that for a horror story concept? But Danny Bonet is talking uh, when we asked Danny about their art world horror story. They wrote, Lately, I've seen clickbait emails from galleries charging $5,000 to represent me. They disguise themselves as being quite distinguished. The email they send me describes my work 
and it's clearly a damn Mad Lib that they are just popping in and out with different words to pertain to you and your work in a cookie cutter kind of way. And they're trying to make you feel, you know, genuine, like a genuine artist. But nothing about it is genuine. It's a mass email money grab. Artists beware. And so that's true. I mean, there's just so much, so much scamming going on, so much, you know, just scams. You know, that's it. And um, you, we got to beware. And it happens in the art world too, guys. I mean, we, you know, we all see those commercials. We all see... You know, things that pop up, spam uh, kinds of things, you know, whether it's, you know, I'm in Nigeria, I'm a prince in Nigeria, but, you know, if you give me your money, I'll, you know, quadruple it, send it in crypto. (laughs) But, you know, scams in our world happen too. So if you are being, as Danny's saying, if you're being hit up for money, kind of blindly, coldly, certainly via email, just don't even bother. Don't even bother. You want people to believe in your work and not charge you for their services. Now, you know, listen, there are legitimate services out there that you should pay for that that will help you, you know, and there are exceptions to the rule. But, you know, you can smell this shit. You know what I mean? You can smell it. If it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, walks like a duck, it's probably a duck. So if you get an email spam email that sounds too good to be true or looks a little janky and weird doesn't seem right it's probably not right so run the opposite direction and heed the warning from danny bonet of his art world horror story alexandra chow who wrote in when we asked her what her art world horror story was she said a while ago i showed my artwork at an outdoor art event for the first time. And we've all been to these, right? We've all been to these events. You know, Big Ten outside, you know, artists or artisans, you know, set up their booths, you know, they're showing their work. You know, maybe it's a street block party, you know, who knows? Maybe it's an art fair, you know. But we've all been to those kind of events where there's a tent with, you know, booths in there and what have you. Well, Alexandra is saying the tent that she was in had developed condensation overnight. And so some of the backs of her frameworks on paper ended up getting soaking wet. Can you imagine the the fucking horrible feeling you would have if you were all excited about setting up your booth and showing your work to people at at an exciting outdoor event that you probably, maybe you've been to before, you know it has a good reputation and mother nature is such that there's going to be condensation, unexpected condensation building up and soaking the backs of your frameworks on paper. You know, again, beware, be careful. Now, Alexandra says that fortunately, since the pieces were all framed, the works were fine after drying the sides off. But it was an unforeseen issue that was very concerning in the moment. And she says, needless to say, I will not be showing my work at an outdoor event again anytime soon. Yeah. So, I don't know. Food for thought. Food for thought. Maybe you should set it up so you take the work with you or you set it up in the morning. You're there. Then when you leave the night, you know, you take it with you if you could do that. But, oh, Alexandra, glad everything turned out okay. And uh, thanks for sharing that story. 
because, you know, that it's word to the wise, uh, fair warning, because it can happen to anybody. And that's what our world horror stories are about. That's why we want to share them, because it can happen to you people. I know we all think, oh, it won't happen to me. And, you know, that's just bad luck. And, you know, I, I have good luck and it won't happen to me. No, 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 it can't happen to you. And in fact, it very well might happen to you. So so just be prepared and and learn from other people's mistakes. That's why we want to share these Art World Horror Stories so that you can remember and learn and grow from their scary moments so that you can avoid. You'll probably have something else <laughs> that'll happen. And by the way, if you do, email us and tell us your Art World Horror Stories. So we can talk about it next Halloween season. And so anyway, Alexander, thanks so much for sharing that story. And also, I'm so glad that everything turned out okay. Now, Jeannie Jaladoni writes to say that her art world horror story, when we asked her, she wrote to say that right after college, she was invited to exhibit in a group show in Berlin. And there was an expensive fee to show her work and she was responsible for paying for her own shipping and handling international fees. But she decided to do it because she thought it would be a great opportunity. And so she ignored some red flags, you know. And, you know, we've already talked about some red flags where, you know, financial mutilation, financial scams, you know, things that don't look right, feel right, sound right, smell right. And so she was so excited about showing her work in Berlin. She, so she by her own admission, to say, you know, she should have noticed the red flags. But she did. And... She apparently never got her paintings or her money back. Think about that. You get invited to exhibit in a group show, but you've just graduated college, right? You're a young artist. You've just graduated college and you get invited to exhibit in a group show in Berlin. You think you've made it, right? You think, wow, this is going to be my huge break. And you don't know any better, but you're going to, you, you think, oh, okay, well, there's an expensive fee to participate, but, and yeah, sure, I'm responsible for my own cost of my own shipping and handling and international fees, sure, and that sucks, but you know what, but hey, it's Berlin, a lot of people are going to see my work, this is going to be a great opportunity, I, I, I know it, I, I know my gut, I know my intuition is saying something's weird here, but I'm, I'm going to ignore that because I think it's going to be so great, you spend that money and you send your work, and lo and behold, you never see that work again. You never get paid. You never get reimbursed. You literally get jacked. You get ripped off as a young artist. This must have been devastating, Janine. It must have been, it must have been just devastating to you. Heartbreak. In fact, she says in her writing here, she says she never got her stuff back out and was really heartbroken and traumatized by that experience. I bet. I bet it was fucking heartbreaking and traumatizing. Right out of college, you don't have any money and you're Broke, you know, most artists are struggling anyway, let alone coming right out of college. And she writes, she says, you know, her advice to you and any other artist is never pay for your own shipping and handling. Scams are the scariest situations. Well, I will take issue with that. I think L may have you beat, Janine, <laughs> in terms of somebody wanting to chop your feet off. That might be a bit scarier. But you know what? It's all relative, isn't it? And getting ripped off and getting hustled is never good. It's always scary. I've been 
ripped off in a hustle. My apartment's been broken into and I've been cleaned out years ago. I've been carjacked at gunpoint, or at least I thought he had a gun. <laughs> and that was scary. And uh, I wasn't going to take a chance. He did the old, old hand in the jacket thing. Anyway, so yes. I mean, there's scams, there's hustles, there's your predators out there in the world trying to get something for nothing, and they don't care who they hurt in the process. But unfortunately, in the art world, we have it as well. And so today's, this year's, the 2022 episode of Art World Horror Stories, as was last year's, the whole purpose is to try to amplify these stories and share these stories so that you can learn from them and not make similar choices, similar mistakes, or put yourself in similar situations that uh, may put you in harm's way, whether it's physical harm or financial harm or harm to your artwork, professional harm, you know, got to watch our backs. We got to be careful. We got to help each other. We got to support each other. We got to, we got to just learn from each other. And that's the point of Art World Horror Story, that we can learn from each other and learn from other people's bad or, or, or scary, horrific experiences in the art world. So there you have it. Art World Horror Stories 2022, people. And our little Halloween special episode for you. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you have a great Halloween. You know, send us photos of what you uh, what you wore. You can post them on the website. That'll be funny. What did you do for Halloween? What was, what did you go, did you go as uh, Tom Cruise from Top Gun? <laughs> yeah, don't do that because I'm going. I, I don't want us to have the same uh, costume. Well, my creative brothers and sisters, thank you for tuning in yet again. Please be sure to share this episode, like this episode, leave a, com leave a comment. We appreciate you guys so much. We do this for you. And we're hoping that uh, you appreciate it. We know you do. We know you appreciate it. That's why we keep doing it. We're almost at our 200th episode, by the way. 200 episodes. How cool is that? And I wonder if I'm better today than I was 200 episodes ago. Well, probably. I God, I hope so, but probably not. <laughs> probably not. I don't know. You tell me. Call the hotline. You tell me. All right, party people, my creative brothers and sisters. This is your host, faithful host, Sourdough, signing out. Once and for all, happy Halloween, trick or treat. Be safe out there, people. Whoa. Wait, that's my really bad, scary voice. There's, but there are real monsters, so look out for them. Be safe out there, and we'll catch you next week. Happy Halloween. Thanks for listening to the Not Real Art Podcast. Please make sure to like this episode, write a review, and share with your friends on social. Also, remember to subscribe so you get all of our new episodes. Not Real Art is produced by Crew West Studios in Los Angeles. Our theme music was created by Ricky Peugeot and Desi DeLauro from the band Parlor Social. Not Real Art is created by We Edit Podcast and hosted by Captivate. Thanks again for listening to Not Real Art. We'll be back soon with another inspiring episode celebrating creative culture and the artists who make it.